Charamella? Charamella? I mean, I'm getting this in now. Eric Charamella? Yeah, Charamella. Char- it is like a Eric CIA. Charamella in the morning. Eric Charamella at night. That doesn't quite work. I'm writing, I'm working on a song uh, called Eric Charamella. Or Caramella. Or Caramel Mallow. I don't, I don't, mm. I'm not. Maybe that's why they don't want the name out. Because they don't you want to confuse it with a candy bar. They don't know how to pronounce it. I'm not really sure. Could it be the media is just holding this back because they don't want to pronounce it wrong? It could be. It could be that. Could be. Mm-hmm. Doubtful, but could be. In about three years, we're going to get a great video of like an ABC news anchor mm-hmm. saying how they had this whole Eric Charamella story down. And they wouldn't let us go with it. Wouldn't let us go with it. Wouldn't let us go with it. I had every aspect mm. of this lockdown. Now, here's the game that's being played on Capitol Hill. Now, listen to Rand Paul. Here's Rand Paul yesterday being stopped by a reporter asking, what are you, what are you doing? You can't release his name. Here it is. The whistleblower laws, though, they protect a whistleblower. You know it's illegal to out a whistleblower. Actually, you see, you got that wrong, too. No, I mean, we you should work on the facts. Here's the thing is, the whistleblower statute protects the whistleblower from having his name revealed by the inspector general. Even the New York Times admits that no one else is under any legal obligation. The other point, and you need to be very careful if you really are interested in the news, is that the whistleblower actually is a material witness completely separate from being the whistleblower because Mm. he worked for Joe Biden. Mm -hmm. He worked for Joe Biden at the same time Mm -hmm. Hunter Biden was receiving $50,000 a month. Mm -hmm. So the investigation into the corruption of Hunter Biden Mm. involves this uh, whistleblower because he was there at the time. Mm. Did he bring up the conflict of interest? Was there discussion of this? What was his involvement with the relationship between Joe Biden and the prosecutor? There's a lot of Mm. questions that the whistleblower needs to answer. Yeah, there's a lot. And it kind of falls apart once you know who Eric Caramella is. Once you know who Eric Caramella is and you see all the connections, then you're like, oh, we should say the name Eric Caramella. Now, I don't. Or Charamella. Or Charamella, Mm -hmm. whichever it may be. I'm not sure. I'll take it from him. That's the one thing I'll take from him. (laughs) I'd like to know. Would you believe him if he told you how to pronounce his name? I don't know. I would need a second source. (laughs) I would need a second source. You can't ban words and names by law coming out of a regular citizen's no, mouth. No, That's not the way no, the, listen the, the country operates. No, listen to me. Listen to me. You, we don't know. Even Chuck Schumer. Play the Chuck Schumer uh, conference yesterday. He said he doesn't even know the name of the whistleblower. Oh. Listen. The calls to make public the whistleblower's identity mm-hmm. are despicable. despicable. The whole purpose of the whistleblower law uh-huh. was to protect people when they had the courage to come forward. Mm-hmm. This whistleblower is obviously coming forward because he was so concerned about where President Trump was leading America. And every uh-huh. single Republican senator, including the Republican leader, ought to denounce this. This has nothing to do with answering questions about the status of impeachment or the status of the trial. This has to do with what America is all about and a law that was passed in a bipartisan way. Mm-hmm. Whistleblowers should be protected, mm-hmm. period, period. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And no one knows who he is, or if you do, you should let me know. But nobody knows who mm. he is. Nobody knows who he is. Everyone Everyone knows who he is. This is the biggest lie. Everyone knows who the whistleblower is. And the reason he's being protected is because you ask him any question. You just look at his job history. 
and it confirms everything on our blackboard. Confirms it all. Confirms it all. This guy should watch out because it's not going to be a Donald Trump supporter that would ever do anything. This guy could be Jeffrey Epstein in a heartbeat by all of the people in the DNC. Because this guy is a danger to what they are actually hiding. Now, let me give you an update. First of all, let me let me just say this. One of the problems with the whistleblower is seven months ago in April, Senator Chuck Grassley wrote a letter to Attorney General Bill Barr asking about a text message conversation between two FBI agents, Strzok and Page. Do you remember them? And that was made into, this is just a relationship thing. This is just a guy cheating on his wife. That's all this is. Well, is it? Because Chuck Grassley wrote and said, can you find out what this is all about? He wrote, quote, talking with Bill, do we want Joe to go with Evanina instead of Charlie for a variety of reasons? Grassley notes in the footnotes that all aliases are known with the exception of Charlie. Who's Charlie? The conversation goes on with Paige's response, quote, hmm. I'm not sure. Would it be unusual to have him show up again? Maybe another agent from the team. Now, why aren't they worried about the optics of a Charlie showing up to a meeting with Trump's transition team? Why are they hiding Charlie? Who is Charlie? Or is he the CI guy? Hmm. Because if he could assess if there were any new questions or different demeanor, if Kate's husband is there, he can see if there are people we can develop for potential relationships, end quote. They're using what we now think may be the whistleblower to go in and recruit more people to turn against the president of the United States. This is a coup. Now, that's not all the whistleblower was doing. The whistleblower is also he his presence. His presence takes apart the lies of the Democrats saying that they had nothing to do at the embassy, that they had absolutely nothing to do. They were not doing anything at the U.S. embassy, the Ukrainian embassy in the U.S. They were not pumping the Ukrainians for information. And uh, Chalupa, she's just this sweet little mom that's a housewife and there's no connection there. Well, we know that's not true, but we also know because we have her and the whistleblower together working the investigators in Ukraine telling them you need to find stuff on Trump. Go back and find stuff on Trump. We now have them. Is that the whistleblower? Because the whistleblower's name that's being bantied about is the same name as the guy who is helping her. Now, in another update... A U.S. representative for Burisma Holdings sought a meeting with the Undersecretary of State, Catherine Novelli, 
to discuss ending the corruption allegations against the Ukrainian firm where Hunter Biden worked as a board member. These memos have been obtained under a Freedom of Information Act lawsuit. What is it the Democrats are hiding? Well, because of a Freedom of Information Act lawsuit, which, by the way, is not like some mysterious whistleblower. These are facts on paper. Three weeks before Burisma's overture to the state, Ukrainian authorities raided the home of an oligarch who owned the gas firm, employed, which employed Hunter Biden. A signal the long-running corruption probe was escalating in the middle of a U.S. presidential election. So three weeks before they raid Burisma. Hunter Biden's name, in fact, was specifically invoked by the Burisma representative as a reason the State Department should help. According to a series of email exchanges among U.S. officials trying to arrange the meeting, the subject line for the email exchanges just read simply Burisma. Quoting, per our conversation, Karen Tramont, whatever, Karen of Blue Star Strategies requested a meeting to discuss with the U.S. uh, representative, State Department representative Novelli, um, alleging Burisma of corruption. Email between the state officials read, uh, she noted that two high-profile U.S. citizens are affiliated with the company, including Hunter Biden, as a board member. They would like to talk to Novelli about getting a better understanding of how the U.S. came to the determination that the company is corrupt. According to uh, Tramamanto, there is no evidence of corruption. There's been no hearing or process, and evidence to the contrary has not been considered. Novelli was the most senior official overseeing the international energy issues for the state. The other woman was a lawyer working for Blue Star Strategies. It's a Washington firm hired by Burisma. Another Blue Star official, Sally Painter, both alumni of the Bill Clinton administration, worked with New York-based criminal defense attorney to settle the Ukraine cases in late 2016 and early 2017. Burisma Holdings records obtained by Ukrainian prosecutors state the gas firm made a $60,000 payment to Blue Star November 2015. She was scheduled to meet with Novelli on March 1st. State Department officials were scrambling to get answers ahead of that uh, meeting from the U.S. Embassy in Kiev. So what happened? What happened? The vice president... The State Department knew that Hunter Biden was going to be investigated. Burisma came to the State Department and said, you've got to help stop this investigation because Hunter Biden and a couple of other people are involved in this. So the State Department scrambled to do what they could to figure this out and to stop the investigation, which Democrats say never happened. They said there was no investigation. We now have the State Department emails showing that three weeks before he goes, there is an investigation. They are talking about it. They know exactly what's going on. We also showed you in the last special the documents that that prove 
that the um, uh, general prosecutor in Ukraine, kind of like our uh, attorney general, he went to court and filed the case four weeks before Joe Biden came in. So he filed an active case four weeks before. What does the whistleblower know about any of this? Because he's with the State Department. What's the State Department know? And what are they really hiding? One week from tonight, we'll show you. You're not going to like it, but we'll show you. And quite honestly, uh, I think this thing, it could end like a Jason Bourne movie. Because this is corruption at the highest levels. And corruption that is not going to sit well with Democrats, Republicans, independents. They are not going to like this. We expose it next Wednesday. Make sure you're a member of Blaze TV. Go to blazetv.com. Use the promo code Glenn, and you're going to save uh, 10% right now. Don't miss it next Wednesday. So let's go from from the media not willing to say the name of the whistleblower, Eric Caramella. Uh, yeah, I got this right. <clears throat> a lot of people are saying Caramella. Uh, it's Charamella. 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 Because okay, it's Italian. It. Yeah, okay. And the, the emphasis should be on the third syllable. The Charamella. Okay, got it. Can you do it like that? Yeah, I can. Eric Charamella. Oh, yeah. See, that? Okay, I, now yeah. I feel it. You I'm feel almost it. in the Charamella. room. Charamella. I feel like I can see him scheming in this back room. You're painting a picture. Right. With the way you're pronouncing it like it's a fettuccine. Uh, exactly uh, right. That is how people remember it. Grated Charamella over the fettuccine. Oh, that's what's delicious. Yummy. You know what? I never say say stop. They say, hey, when when, when you're ready, (laughs) stop grinding. Just (laughs) just stop. And I I never Never say stop. Never say it. Okay, that's good. Thank you for Mm -hmm. that. Uh, So what is it that they are, uh, are hiding? And can you believe the media? Well, they've done this before. And yesterday, there, um, there came a tape from Project Veritas mm. of an ABC anchor that was talking about how they had the goods on uh, Jeffrey Epstein three years before. Listen. It was unbelievable what we had. Clinton, we had everything. I, I tried for three years to get it on to no avail and now it's all coming out and it's like these new revelations and I freaking had all of it I'm so pissed right now like every day I get more and more pissed because I'm just like oh my god we it was um, what what we had was unreal other women backing it up hey yep Brad Edwards the attorney three years ago saying like aunt like we there will come a day when we will realize Jeffrey Epstein was the most prolific pedophile this country has ever known I had it all three years ago. Mm. Now, ABC came out and said, uh, uh, no, we, 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 we didn't. We have very high journalistic standards, you know. Oh, and we saw them on display. Mm-hmm. We've seen mm-hmm. them so many times. Like, for example, during the Kavanaugh hearings, yeah, where they just wait. would not put any oh, of those God. accusations on the air. <laughs> they wouldn't do it. I mean, sure, they Let's had interviews, not, no. but they, what? Ixnay on the Kavanaugh gay <laughs> stuff. That's, no, let's not bring that up, because that they, they, shows. They're, they're putting tweets 
up there. Like accusations are like, uh, I think I slept with Kavanaugh once too, and he he he, he abused me. They like they take it like not TikTok helping the ABC case. The they have a very high standard. Very high standard. It must be super duper Republican to put it on the air. <laughs> <laughs> not just middle of the road, not right. moderate. It's got to be super duper Republican. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is their journalistic standard. You can't claim journalistic standards there and then do what you did with Kavanaugh. You can't. Sorry, ABC. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Taking seven months off to uh, to recover from an injury, not really an option for a lot of people. Although, ow, ow, I just, oh, Stu, I no, mean, no. yeah. Oh, no. Seven months, doctor just said. Seven months. Seven months wow. to recover. That's not, that's not reasonable for most people. Uh, Robin was, uh, you know, she was determined, actually, to get back to work. After hearing about relief factors, she began taking it regularly. She broke her wrist, um, and doctor said, you're just not going to be able to use your wrist at all. Uh, Robin was able to return to work almost three months early. The swelling and pain had gone down. She had been able to recover rapidly. Now, she's obviously born tough. She works at a prison, but even even then, Robin admits that she is thankful that she had Relief Factor to help her get to the other side of the pain and get her life back. When taken properly, Relief Factor attacks the inflammation that causes much of our pain, and it works for 70% of the people who try it. So just try their three-week quick start trial. Go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, and get your life back. It's relieffactor.com. Welcome to the uh, welcome to the program. Are you could actually make this T-shirt. I I want to. Yeah. Columbus. Can you call? Uh, can you can can you call uh, Alexander to come on in? I want I want to make a caramella. 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 Uh, you know, like that pizza guy throwing the pie. You know. Right. Like on the top of the pizza box. Yeah. It's like, want, hot, want, delicious caramella. Yeah. And I want I want uh, you know for all of your whistle blowing needs, you just call you know for hot and ready. Charamella. Charamella. So we get some Charamella t-shirts. And it looks like the real pizza, like yeah, the real pizza like the, guy. I would totally yeah. wear that shirt. Yeah, that, That's uh, fantastic. Yeah, and, I think and, that's great. And, and I you, want this guy exposed. I want this guy to testify. You know who doesn't? The Democrats. Don't, you know, it was odd that they were like, they're going to put him in danger. They're going to put him in danger. It's going to be, you're going to have blood on your hands. Really? Because every Republican wants his name out. They want him to testify. The, excuse me mob uh but the good guys over here would like him to testify to come out into the open not because we need to know him so people can get him that would be your side that would not want him to testify you don't want him known because you don't want his record known you don't want people to know that he was actually sent back to the pentagon because he was one of the main leakers in the White House. You don't want anybody to know that he was one of the guys that had been scheming to try to get people to flip against Trump in the White House. You don't want anybody to know that. Donald Trump does. Republicans do. And that will come. This Republicans will come need out, right? to be very clear. Protect this guy at all cost. If if you watched, yeah. if if you watched uh, the Untouchables, this guy is the accountant. This guy's the accountant. The FBI would like in that movie would like the accountant to testify. 
Al Capone doesn't. Right. And you'd think that the, the Republicans would, of course, want that. They, they want they want this on record. And it's interesting because I think it will paint a parallel story, right? A story that shows the Democrats were up to no good. Uh, and oh, oh, no. It shows that this has been a hit job since before he even won. But is it? So I guess the, the Democratic argument here, the media argument is, Let's just say this comes out, and let's say you're right. Let's say they buy into your narrative here of uh, of this guy was, he was out for Trump. I mean, we know Page and Strzok were out for Trump from the beginning, and they were looking for ways to do this. Let's just say this. Their argument, I think, would be, the end of the day, yes, they were out to get him. However, they got him, right? Like Gary Hart said, uh, go ahead, follow me around. Mm-hmm. And they followed him around. Mm-hmm. And then they except, saw him with the woman. Except that's the that's the narrative the media wants you to buy. Right. But let me go play the uh, go play the Chuck Schumer audio again. Listen to what he says. This whistleblower uh, confirmed the calls to make public the whistleblower's identity are despicable. The whole purpose of the whistleblower law was to protect people when they had the courage to come forward. This whistleblower is obviously coming forward because he was so concerned about where President Trump was leading America. And every single... Wait a minute. That's not quid pro quo. That's he was concerned where this president was leading America. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what the whistleblower testimony says. Mm-hmm. That's what the two ambassadors testimony says. Yeah. It's not quid pro quo. Their testimony is he was changing policy in Ukraine and it was going to be very dangerous. Right. They had, right. A, they had what they believed was a legitimate disagreement with him on mm-hmm. the policy. But in fact, they told him, I don't know if it was him, but they told the administration at least. That uh, at least one of them said they would not, they would uh, quit quit immediately if they tried to change this policy. Yeah, well, go ahead. The president of the United States runs the the State Department. Exactly. So what they are covering up is the fact that the State Department is its own deep state. It doesn't care what this president says. It's going to do what it wants to do. But that's not even the big thing they're hiding. They said the Democrats set up a a way to use foreign intelligence, foreign operatives in Ukraine for their purposes. And that's not even enough, because when you see what their purposes were in Ukraine and are in Ukraine, as designed by Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton at the State Department level. Oh, that's when you have real trouble. Playing devil's advocate again here is the defense essentially from the Trump administration that, yeah, we did these things, but they were justified because so look, the State here's Department the is acting Everybody, irrationally. Quid pro quo happens all the time in response. It happens in business. Yeah, Mulvaney was actually right when he right. was out there. He got he got beat up for that statement, but he was telling the truth. Yeah. It, it, it does happen. We have Joe Biden on tape doing it. Yes. He said, we're going to we're not going to give you a billion dollars. And the president's already okayed this unless you stop this investigation. That is exactly the opposite. What Donald Trump did. Donald Trump said, we're not going to pay. And he didn't actually say this, but you can infer that he said this. 
we're going to stop paying you the 400 million, 600 million less than Joe Biden. We're going to stop paying you the 400 million until you do an investigation because you have bad guys around in this order. You guys, you have bad guys around you. We think that the Ukrainians were helping the DNC throw the election and do ops on me. Um, we think that your oligarchs are still in bed with these people. We think that you have bad people around you, and I can't do business with you if you still have those bad people around you. Oh, and by the way, would you also look into the Burisma thing? So he's asking, I want to know what happened to our $7 billion. Now, the question, this is the question that President Trump should ask the American people every time he steps in front of a microphone. He should start with this. Again, I just want to ask the American people, which is more in line with our national interests? Somebody who says, I want you to investigate to find out where our $7 billion went, who it went to. I want to find out if somebody was trying to throw our election. I mean, we just spent billions of dollars you know, trying to find out if I was in connected with with Russia, that answer came back. No, but it looks like there was some interference in our election. And let's find out. Uh, also, is there corruption in our own government and in our State Department, which is more in line with the national interest? Me saying, hey, I need I'm not going to give you any more money until you find out what happened to last money and some of these other things. Or a vice president saying, I'm not going to give you a billion dollars more because we gave you seven billion and I won't give you a billion dollars more unless you stop investigating what happened to the seven billion dollars. That's what he should say every day, every day on television. That's like like a cuckoo yeah. clock. Just say that. I Which wish- one's more in line? I think, and I think that would have been a much better defense if they sure had would. used it. Instead, what they used was they set the goalpost at no quid pro quo. Well, and I think most people are going to look at this and say, well, first of all, you have Trump on the call. Who's he, you're right? He doesn't explicitly say a quid pro quo. However, they now have people that Trump appointed, people who are donors to Trump, not not just you know people who have been in the State Department for years and years and years uh-huh. and years, but people who are very close to Trump, saying, well, yeah, we are some you know we, we basically understood this to be a quid pro quo, but this- which. That's I don't have the, a problem with, and and neither did is anyone with on the Biden situation. If you had a problem with y- Ukrainian corruption and you actually believed it was really important, we shouldn't be giving them money uh, unless right. they they get that stuff uh, cleared out. The problem here is that the Republican Party, in their constant efforts to be uh, more inept, have created this goalpost and set it seven million times. That the goalpost is: can you find quid pro quo? And it's going to be, I think, to the average American who has heard only, hey, quid pro quo, quid pro quo. And then they're going to look at this and say, not only do you have what seems pretty close to a quid pro quo, but that in addition to it, you have people around him saying, yes, there was an explicit quid pro quo. Yeah, and look, some people are saying there was an implicit quid pro quo. This is how you explain this. Look, there is no quid pro quo. I wasn't saying you have to find dirt. On, this is what they are implying. Yeah. you got to find dirt on Joe Biden. I just did the responsible thing. Right. I want answers to these questions. Now, when you can provide me answer to the questions like, what happened to the $7 billion? Are you part of the corruption that we all know is going on? Or are you going to find the people around you? Yeah. I'm not giving you any more money until that. That's not quid pro quo. That's just before I give you any more money, 
I got to know, are you part of the same team? Are you part of uh, uh, the corruption or are you going to actually do something? Because I this is the first time I've talked to you and I hear good things about you and I'm ready to give you that money. But, but I want to know what happened to the last. And and again, that's a totally plausible defense that the, the administration and, and the Republicans can, should be using. But you can say that's not quid pro quo in the way the media right, the way is the me- spinning yeah. it. And I just think that it would have been more helpful to make that case from the beginning. Now what they're forced to do is they're sort of driving down the street and they need to kind of throw it in reverse and go the other direction, which is, uh, you know, look, doable, doable. I mean, and I think correct, right? We've said this from the very beginning. Number one, the thing they are accusing Trump of is the thing we have Joe Biden on tape doing. Okay, we have him admitting explicitly that he was doing it. Uh, I mean, we have the video. We played it for you a million times, but we could do that if you want the proof of that. So we have that. And we said that from the beginning. Then you go down the road of only the question needs to be whether it was a smart thing to do as it relates to U.S. interests, not what the, the media is doing, which is saying, well, since the name Biden is in there, he must have been doing that to try to screw him in the next election. But this is why the media edited those. What was it? One hundred and forty seven words. Yeah, they edited oh, yeah. that because that came first. He said, look, I need you to do me a favor. We're ready and we want to be your partner, but I need you to do me a favor. I want you to look into all this corruption. That was the 147 words. Mm-hmm. And then the then the president of Ukraine came back and said, I know. No, I'm on the same page with you. It's dirty and I know it. And we're working in the same direction. Great. Oh, by the way, could you also look into the Hunter Biden thing with Burisma? They had to edit all of that stuff out. Right. Because that's the quid pro quo that Trump is defending himself against. There was no quid pro quo, fine dirt on my my uh, opponent, and I'll give you the money. Yeah, it was like, find the truth on this topic that no one will touch. Right. And, and, the more and by the way, that, that also way, includes Burisma. And it includes our own media in the United yes. States. It's yes. not just a Ukrainian problem exactly here. Exactly right. Exactly and, right. And I think explaining it that way to the American people, that does. I think that is an understandable story. You don't have to get into every single person who's in Ukraine and every single political actor and every single group. That does no, but, get confusing. But, but you can. A, you can, and you've done it. Um, but you did it over multiple hours and multiple specials. You can catch those at uh, blazetv.com, promo code Glenn. The point, though, is he might not be able to give that elevator pitch uh, every single day to the no. American people. No. Like, you're, you have the freedom to do. But he can explain it as if this is important to America. It's my job not to listen to the State Department. It's to listen to you. And when you lose $7 billion, I'm going to be on the case. That is, a, that is something that is understandable to the American people. And it is something that the media won't even consider as a possibility. I think the, the president, look, this is this is should everybody, everybody's elevator pitch should be this. Hey, was it right to look into the possibility that Donald Trump was colluding with the Russians? And would you have said yes to impeachment if he indeed were colluding with the Russians? The answer to that for everyone should be yes. Sure. It's important that we find out what the Russians were doing. And is our government in bed with the Russians trying to throw an election? If so, impeach the man. Well, we did the investigation because we all felt that that was important. Well, it comes back. He didn't do that. So why aren't we now looking at exactly the same thing but happening in Ukraine with evidence 
and people who have already been convicted for meddling in our campaign mm-hmm. at the behest of the DNC and Hillary Clinton. And are, are on tape discussing it. <laughs> right. I mean, look, you either are consistent or you're not. You're either for finding out what really happened in our election or you're not. And what's more responsible? Somebody who says, I want you to check into that and I want an answer of where our $7 billion went. That's not chump change. That's $7 billion. What happened to that money? I'm not going to give you another dime until you find out. That's in the national interest. That's all the president needs to say. And he should say it. He should rehearse it. And he should say it every single day. First thing he says out of his mouth every single day. When we come back, the new Green Deal, it's people, it's people, and how the National Health Service in England is going to play right into it. If you... 